0: It's uncharacteristically rainy at Travis as I sit down again to record, and the smell of the rain brings back the memories of that night with a vengeance. I take another sip of my coffee and continue recording. While I may have survived the encounter with whatever that was, I just keep getting more questions and very few answers. What was that creature? Does it relate to this illness? Why was I so eager to go and investigate during the storm that night? Why was I the only one that seemed to keep seeing things? And why on earth did I do the horror movie thing and walk directly into danger instead of just staying inside? You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green Podcast.
1: left Rory he had seen a being of pure energy in the middle of the lightning storm and then everything went white there was a buzzing in his ears and then as the light seemed to fade it got darker and then it started like an orange iris in the middle opening up larger and larger and brighter and brighter Rory, you're, you're flicking your eyes, and you're looking at a examination light in the infirmary. You're on your back.
0: I'll kind of blink and like put my hands up a little bit. of oh, what happened? Oh, Captain, you're all right. You're awake. Don't move.
1: And Airman Euston comes over to you and puts his hand on you. You don't really want to move right now. Okay. You got struck by lightning, Cap.
0: Well, that's a first.
1: Uh, I would be worried if it was a second, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah. I'm going to check and see if I look like I've been struck by lightning.
1: So you are in a hospital gown. You do have a blanket over your feet. It does feel as though you do not have booties on. You've been stripped down to the hospital gown. You look at your hands and your skin is a bit red, almost as though that it's had a mild sunburn on your hands and your arms.
0: Can I do a medicine? What would that check with that be to know if that seems right with lightning?
1: You're not going to need a roll. Um, Yeah, it does seem to fit. Okay. You were exposed to a very extremely bright light, you know, which basically gives you a, a flash, not a flash freeze, but a, a flash burn. You wiggle all of your toes. They all seem to operate in particular order. Your Your feet move. And I think maybe you take stock of everything. <laughs> like everything all there?
0: Yeah, I kind of just... Not entirely sure what happened. The last thing Rory remembers is seeing... He's not saying this out loud, but just the empty sky where there weren't clouds and then a some sort of being. And then wandering to get a closer look and then it was a light. And then waking up. That's it. That's pretty much it all together there. How long have I been out?
1: Oh, four days.
0: Four days. Okay.
1: All of your vitals were looking good, and you realize that you do have a the heartbeat sensor on your on your finger, and
0: there is an oxygen tube going to your nose,
1: and it looks like they've kept you running okay.
0: Not bad for amateurs, I guess.
1: Hey, some of us passed our first aid in some of our medic training, right? Good thing. You feeling okay, though, Doc?
0: Yeah, I, all things considered.
1: All right. I bet you probably have to piss like a racehorse. We did get an IV going for you to make sure, because when you weren't waking up, we got worried. But everything else seemed fine. But glad, glad to see you're awake. I'll give you some privacy. Any he heads out of the door?
0: I will, I guess, take off the like oxygen stuff, look around for some clothes, and then take a short look through any records that are out about my time. They have vitals. They were taking
1: vitals on an hourly basis, and then every uh, four times a day. Your vitals were fine. Okay. You know, blood pressure was normal. They even took blood sugar levels. They took all kinds of stuff. And everything seemed okay. Like, everything is within tolerant ranges. You find a set of uh, scrubs that are in here. So this way, you've got some basic clothes. It's not necessarily your uniform, but something that you can throw on that would be comfy. And when your feet touch down on the linoleum, It's cold.
0: Okay, I'll put on the scrubs, look around for any sort of socks, and then I'm going to go into the next room and see if anyone's in there, if any of my stuff's in there. You do find a pair of socks.
1: You pull them on. They're the comfy ones with the rubber rubber bottom, the comfy booties. You go into the next infirmary bay, and you see your gear is on top of one of the beds that's there. The suit itself has burns on it
0: and the bottom of your boots are melted. Wow, good thing I brought extras, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'll take stock of that a little bit and then probably leave that there. And is my I'm assuming my room is somewhat near the infirmary. It's actually a bit of a distance away. Okay. It's still in the same
1: building, but just down a few halls. I'm going to
0: head that way. And then if I run into anyone, but that's where I'm going to be headed now. As you're heading toward your room, you see the Lieutenant
1: Colonel Conrad coming down the hallway, looks at you, and uh, he puts up a hand.
0: Captain, are you okay? Uh, I'm th- feeling all right. I mean, after being struck by lightning, I guess everything's better than that. Yeah.
1: Should you be up and at him? Have you gotten a release from the doctor? he winks?
0: I think I'm all right. Um, <laughs> But anything interesting? That night was the the storms were it was a little crazy any anomalies or anything else happening that night no can i do a human on that you can okay i think that's gonna be a success 17
1: and your score is a oh 43 then yes that is a success he's lying okay or he's hiding something i wouldn't necessarily say. yeah
0: he's not telling me the whole thing okay i guess just crazy storms then we get them quite a bit yeah I guess uh, we'll just wait till next month for the next like, supply run.
1: Yeah, that puts us into May. We've got enough stuff. I Hopefully we don't have to go into any emergency rations because we do kind of get extra which each shipment. And then in June, we're going to be getting a ship coming in as well. We've got some people that are, that are going to start working on the dock provided that the weather holds up and we can get the dock in a safe position.
0: Yeah, that look, looked a little rough last time I saw that. I was wondering, I would love to get a tour of the Cobra Dane sometime before I go. Just don't get up no. here that don't get up here that often. Deal great. I don't know, just fun to see it. Yeah, I think we can do that,
1: but I want to make sure that you're in you're in good shape to go in there.
0: Of course. I guess just We can
1: schedule it maybe for, you know, maybe maybe next week. That sounds great. Well don't let me hold you up, you've got a lot of things to do, you're our only doc on site. Luckily we have some folks that have
0: some medic background, so I'll make sure that they get their proper cookies. Excellent. I guess I'll see you around. Uh, I will head back to my room and then get on my laptop and email Andrew. I don't know what he knows about (laughs) anything, so I guess basically he's like, hey how's it going? So this weird thing happened and then I'll tell him that I guess I got struck by lightning.
1: The response comes back nearly
0: as soon as you hit send of what? Uh, we can talk more about it next time we video chat, but I'm okay. I guess I said it was out for four days, but I'm fine. Everything working fine. Didn't know if they told you or not.
1: No, I didn't know. And yes, we are going to talk tomorrow. And tomorrow is in capital letters.
0: Excellent. Oh, can't wait
1: all right so you sent off your message do you plan on doing anything else this day other than kind of getting
0: dressed and probably just recuperating probably gonna write down as much as i can remember about what happened right before i got struck by lightning just so i can remember it for later because this just like details about anything i can remember size or the figure just whatever
1: the figure was about two meters tall so maybe just about six feet tall it looked to be homated in shape So, head, two arms, torso, and legs. There were no features. It just looked like it was the outline of a body made of
0: lightning. So, like, a lightning elemental, almost. Kinda. (laughs) Alright, once I'm satisfied that I have that kind of all written down, I think I'm just going to... What time is it? Um, so right now it's 1600. Okay. Probably just relax, and then if there's, like, any of the troops are... Probably that evening to just do downtime with whoever's around if there's a game night happening or video games, nothing crazy but just socializing with people.
1: They're happy to see you. A lot of folks are meeting up in the basically the lounge area. Some people are singing karaoke badly. Houston is there and he's getting ready
0: to go on to his shift. He comes up to you and, and looks goes, like Are you you doing okay today, Doc? Yeah, I feel I feel fine. It's obviously Obviously, whenever you get told you were in a coma for four days, it's a adjustment. But I wanted to be a dick, and I couldn't think fast enough to be like, "No, I'm sorry, sir. It's 2025." That would have been a, a shock.
1: Yeah, right. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> shock. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's that's a horrible pun. You're buying the next drinks.
0: Yeah, that wasn't even intentional. But, oh. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the conversation with the troops that are there with the airmen and the radar techs is pretty lighthearted they're happy to see you up and on your feet most of the folks here are happy to see you they're not somebody that's going to be uh you know angry that someone else is coming in they don't get to see many new people and you're kind of personable
0: you know you're not an asshole usually unless somebody's not following your directions <laughs> i probably over the evening i'd like to try to find out if anything happened over the last four days anything else with the lightning storm because it sounds like something happened i mean obviously something happened i saw something but see what other people think happened or if there's any anything i can learn
1: nothing happened okay nothing exciting happened i mean normal stuff with the lightning strike so close it messed up some of the power the batteries that they have because they do utilize a mixture between solar as well as generators and some of the the batteries and uh, some electricity got fried because there was lightning strike on the island not far from the buildings. But that would be it. Okay. Something to possibly think about is maybe go back out to that field site again? Yeah,
0: that's a good idea. Before I go to bed, I'll, if I can get away, I'll probably head outside just to look around. You step outside and it's brisk,
1: even though we're looking at mid to late April now. There's still a chill in the air. It's not bone-biting, but it's still pretty crisp. There is not a lot of light pollution, and the stars are beautiful. There are no clouds in the sky currently. The wind is calm, so you're not even getting the spray that you've kind of grown accustomed to. It's just a clear night sky. You,
0: the moon, and a whole bunch of stars. Yeah, I'll probably look at... Ben a lot of the time looking up at the sky... I'd like to try to find where I got struck by lightning, if it's nearby. It's not far away. You do see that there is a field of small scrub brush. There is a pretty
1: large circle of burnt vegetable matter and dirt. Where you got hit, it looks like you were standing on the edge. As you get a little bit closer, even in the darkness, you could
0: see where your footprints were. Where your footprints are, actually. Do you have a flashlight on you? Uh, probably... Yeah, that would be a basic thing I would have on this, for medical stuff. And yeah. yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll take a look and see if I see anything else around the area.
1: Go ahead and give me a search roll.
0: Uh, sixty-one. That's a fail.
1: Okay, out of
0: uh forty-three. Put a check mark in
1: okay. it. Okay, you're looking around, and at one point you feel as though that you've you don't really see anything, but then right there, right in the middle, you see a piece of dirt that's sunken in more than others. Almost like it's a bigger divot in the dirt around the vegetation of this little circle. This burn circle, if you will. And it just draws your eye. You see maybe like a little bit of a red glint like candy apple or Ferrari red.
0: Yeah, I'll take a
1: closer look at that. As you get a little bit closer, it looks as though that there's a piece of metal or stone here
0: that's buried just right underneath the ground with just a corner of it sticking up. Uh, does it look like I'd be able to easily get any of it out, up, or... Sure. Yeah. I'll try
1: You kind of dig around, and when you pick it up, it is a... It's cold to touch. Slightly colder than, than room temperature. It's a stone that is nearly translucent and shimmers a little bit like a bright candy apple red under the moonlight.
0: The shape of it, though, it does look as though it's cut. And it is Cut how? Like someone cut it or like it's like designed that way or It is Give me an intelligence check Okay Oh, it's gonna be close Oh, seventy six 76 out of 75
1: You don't remember what the name of this shape is From geometry But it has 10 sides I will
0: Is it like pocket sized or how big is it?
1: It's not pocket-sized. It is about 12 inches in length and about, at the widest part, it's about 8 to 10 inches. It is shaped like this.
0: Ah, uh, like a D10.
1: Like a D10. But there's an actual name for it, and I will let you know, but sadly, yeah, Rory does not know. I it's probably pen- know what it is, yeah. Pentagonal
0: trapezohedron. I could think I'm going to <laughs> try to get this back to either the infirmary or my room. Probably my room, because that's where I'll give more privacy. So you head back to your room with this thing, and it's not
1: it's about eight pounds. Eight to ten pounds. So it's not particularly light, but it's not very heavy either. And you bring it into your room.
0: Yeah, I would like to I guess get a closer look at it. Whatever let's see. I guess just whatever I can get it from it now and then just make it you know, to take a closer look when i have time during the my stay here well
1: looking at it it looks as though it, that it's a, a bright red gemstone like i mentioned almost like a ferrari red like a candy apple red it is translucent but it does have a you know level of opacity to it what are you going to look at it with or what are you
0: going to do with it or i'll like shine my flashlight at it i don't have any like scientific stuff to really study it except like medical stuff um weigh it right down how much write down the dimensions of it. Yeah, but just kinda of knowing that <laughs> I'm kind of limited with what I can look at it here. I'll take a photo as well to show Andrew it's not right now, but I will. Okay. Uh maybe when we talk tomorrow.
1: So it's thirty one centimeters in height, which is about a foot. And it is three thousand nine hundred and seventy four grams, which is a little bit more than eight pounds. When you shine the flashlight in it, it does take the light in but doesn't project the light out so it, it does illuminate it when you're fla- shining a flashlight in it but you know if you shine a flashlight at some gems it'll refract and go elsewhere it does not the light stays within and then even when you shut the light off it stays just for
0: a little bit longer before it dissipates yeah this is i'm getting the sense this is probably from the Blood lightning strike or whatever it was Yeah, maybe. That's the theory, anyway.
1: So, you're taking pictures of this thing. At first, you take it with the flash on, and those pictures do not come out. They come out black. Interesting. Now, when you turn the flash off, it doesn't come across as being red, but the stone comes across as being red.
0: It does, but it doesn't come across as being red when I have the flash off.
1: Right, you can get a picture of it, but it comes across as being a opaque black, like a smoky
0: black stone, not red. Interesting. So definitely doing something with light and obviously photos would do with that have to do with that too. Write down all these observations in his little notebook that he's got. Yeah, at this point it's been a bit of a day for him, I think. What time is it now? Like later in the evening? It's about one Oh wow! Uh, I think probably put away the notebook, stow the red gem-looking thing in a spare backpack or bag somewhere, and go to bed. You don't
1: hear your alarm, and then you feel yourself ready to vomit. Your mouth is watering. Your eyes pop open immediately. You know you're you're gonna puke. Yeah, just running to the nearest wastebasket. In a matter of moments, you're, you get sick. And your head, after you get sick, feels as though that it's on fire. You can actually trace a line on your head where it starts. Similar to that of a like an electric fence across your forehead, down your temples, behind your ears, and around the top of your head. Similar to that of a migraine.
0: I think I'm just going to sit there putting it together That is this the first time I've had that headache, vomit. Yes. Okay. So this must be what everyone else has been going through multiple times a day, every day for a couple months. I think once he's feeling a little better, I'll jot down and his, wherever his notes are about this sickness, his own experience with it. Not immediately, whenever he's not holed over the trash can. Fair enough.
1: You look at your clock and it's noon. It is bright outside right now. I'm assuming Andrew Nice had set a time for when we were going to meet? Yeah, 4 o'clock at 1600
0: hours. 1600 your hours, so it would be late for him. I'm going to get dressed and go and see if I can find... I guess I'll go head to the infirmary and deal with any patients. I'm going to see your therapy appointments I've got. And then at some point before 4 o'clock, try to make my way to see Lieutenant Colonel Conrad.
1: So you head back, and there is someone working there with you. An airman has been assigned to you. Airman Singh. They seem to be uh, concerned about your well-being because you slept in, you missed 8 o'clock.
0: But they kind of figure,
1: uh, you just
0: got out of a coma, so there might be some, some leeway there. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just ask Airman Singh to fill me in on anything I missed that morning. They pull out a calendar and list the items that have occurred typical thing. Some people
1: came in for ibuprofen. One of the weightlifters, one of the airmen that works security, he came in for an IV drip, which wasn't really uncommon. He likes getting an IV after working out. And If you guys have the saline available, then the saline and the electrolytes and stuff like that,
0: and then you guys are able to uh, rehydrate them that way. Nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, uh, I will mention to airmen saying that I started getting the headaches that everyone's been dealing with. Oh no... Uh, yeah, it took me... I was wondering if I was just lucky, but nope. I guess... I guess this is enough time, about a month.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: that's gonna suck. Well, welcome, uh, welcome to Shemya. Remind me, do I know if anyone has left Shemya since this all started happening? No. Okay. Oh, um, since you got there, no, but a couple people have gone back. Do I know if they've continued to have this happen, or did it go away when they left? You could put in a request for
1: those medical records. Okay,
0: I will, when I have a chance, do that. Yeah, I'll do that probably later on that day. Now this is all fresh on my mind. Let's see. So now that I'm actually dealing with this, was there any tips for how to avoid the worst of it? Or, uh, Some people like caffeine, some people like Dramamine. Yeah, wish I could tell you. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you guys been dealing with this since I got here, but hopefully we can figure out what's what's going on. Yeah, I hope so, because I really don't like when I get them. Yeah, no fun for anybody.
1: So, uh, you're gonna go head up Lieutenant Conrad? Yes. Lieutenant Colonel Conrad? You make an appearance, you're in your, you know, you're in your usual gear. The colonel uh, accepts you into the office, his secretary lets you in.
0: Captain? Afternoon, Lieutenant Colonel. Just wanted to check in. Feeling a lot better since yesterday.
1: Good 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 we don't want to have to replace you i mean we're gonna
0: replace you you're not gonna be up here on permanent. but thank you for that any smiles yeah i guess just want to let you know i did start getting those headaches that you guys have been dealing with that first one earlier today oh so uh what time uh around noon
1: around noon so you're one of the the noon the 1600 the 2200 and then i think probably 800 so yeah i look forward to these every four hours
0: great <laughs> I wanted to, you said next week we could explore the Cobra Dane, which is great. Looking forward to it. I just was curious about the the storm that from earlier in the week.
1: Oh, the one where you got took the lightning bolt, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can get you some of the um, telemetry data and some of the barometric pressure data, because we've got a lot of the environmental information.
0: Yeah, I guess it's just,
1: I guess I'm more just curious about it. He grabs, out a, grabs a, a notepad, writes down some orders that you have access to that weather data, and hands it to you. Head on over to the radar theater, and they'll be able to get you the information.
0: Perfect. Well, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, anything else I can help you with while I'm here?
1: No, I've been pretty good. The, the tea that you recommended for the, the nausea does help quite a
0: bit. Good. Probably going to have to take advantage of that myself. Yeah. Well, I'll see you later on. Looking forward to seeing the Cobra Dane. Excellent. I look forward to showing it to you. And I will excuse myself. What time is it now? It's about time for you to... Oh, yeah. I'll go to the uh, FaceTime or whatever. Video chat with Andrew. So you
1: make it into the lounge. And there are some folks waiting for a couple of the open rooms for the video chat. Yours becomes available with your appointment. And Andrew pops up on screen with Chase. Hi guys. Okay. <laughs> You're not supposed to get struck by lightning.
0: Well, obviously I know that. What were you doing? Like standing in the There's no golf there, right? Uh no, that would be I will to mention that there's maybe something else to pass the time. There's not very little to do up here. Um Yeah, I don't want to get into too much detail. Um I'll fill you in later, but there was uh Honey, some... you need to use some aloe. Yeah, I know. I look even redder than I usually do. Yeah, I think I saw... you. I mentioned that I saw something a few weeks ago. Yeah, yes. I thought I saw something again, and then there was a figure, and then I there was a white light, and then I woke up. What do you mean a figure and a white light? Was
1: that... did you have a dream about something when you got struck by lightning?
0: I don't know. That's... I don't think so. But... That's what that's all I remember from that night. It was just I woke up, it was stormy, thought I saw something, wandered outside, and then I woke up. You are white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, horror
1: movies. Something bad's going on. Let's go see what it is.
0: Uh yeah, that's <laughs> You're adorable. I'm glad you're okay though, but oh
1: please, please, my little tomato, put on some aloe.
0: Yeah, gonna go do that when I get home tonight.
1: Everything else okay? Heart issues. Everything like the heart going okay? Yeah, all the
0: data's fine. I was looking at the. They were keeping a pretty good monitor on me while I was um, out, but to start getting those headaches that I was telling you about. Oh no! Okay. So. Like what everybody gets there? Yeah, should be another one, actually, somewhat soon.
1: Oh. I oh I got the uh, the information that you sent about the cellular scrape. I'm gonna send that in, send that to you via email. You should get that tomorrow. Awesome. Nothing really crazy out of the ordinary. It it looks like it is a, there's an inflammation. So I think you're right about the allergies, but I'm not sure why it popped up as an allergy to like silica and a couple other components
0: that aren't really plant-based. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I tried, I looked at the plants around the radar dish and there wasn't, it didn't seem to be a reaction to those. I'm going to look at my arm to see if it still looks all inflamed or if that's... Not at all. It's our, it's past. Okay. Oh, I got a, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Conrad gave me, I guess, access to the data on the weather anomaly or whatever it was from... Okay. So hopefully maybe I'll find some answers there. Um, yeah, I'm just the more, every day I'm just more and more confused about everything.
1: Well, maybe this isn't like some mystery that needs to be all wrapped up and tied up with a bow. But I, maybe not everything's connected.
0: Uh, but I want everything to be connected. I know we do, but it doesn't always work that like that, though, right? uh Yeah. Just I don't know. Just problem solving is just one of the ways I deal with stuff. Um, and if I can't, when there's stuff like this that I can't figure it out, uh, it's like when I get a case, I'm so glad I don't deal with infectious disease as much as you do. I don't think I can handle that. But yeah, hopefully I can figure out something to help these guys up here.
1: Yeah. Remember, that's that's your mission. You know, make sure that everybody's healthy and and whatnot and stays safe. You don't have to be a world-saving hero all the time. Uh, I know. You know, not everything is some creepy thing, some creepy space alien type thing. You probably got struck by lightning and and had a dream about a lightning creature because you got struck by lightning.
0: Uh, let's hope it's just that. Okay. How's everything? I and mean, if it's not, I want to know more. Of course. If I if I find anything out, you'll be the first to know, obviously. Yeah. It's just oh, I hate being so far away. I hate you being so far away too. You are literally on the other side of the planet. Well, not literally. It's only five hours. Not. It's a long ways.
1: It's a long ways. Yeah.
0: <sighs> How's everything with uh, you know? And I'll make do it like a motion with my hand.
1: Yeah, cousin's doing okay. Um. I did a little bit more more digging into things we went for a manicure okay just those nails were just in bad bad shape they just chipped off and just fell apart into almost like Mm. sand but you know they they grow back really really quick
0: yeah that's uh, the human body's amazing isn't it yeah
1: yeah it is you know it's kind of like you know a touch of doom if you will at times that reminds me um
0: I never apologized for the rabbits. You don't have to apologize. I that was I got them to look at that and I didn't tell you not to name them. It ended up be working out fine.
1: Yeah. Well, it works
0: the same with mice too. Yeah, I I thought I told I tried it I'd seen it with mice oh, before. I didn't get that note. I thought, oh man. It just yeah. It's there's a lot I don't know don't understand about that
1: oh that reminds me there's some cadaver research going on here do you think i should put in for that
0: cadaver yeah i think the more we can find out about that i guess the better okay interesting field i'll
1: put in a request for it i mean there's the body farm that's up here which is really neat yeah that the police and the fbi use you know some some people in the fbi right
0: uh yeah i do yeah haven't seen haven't seen them in a while
1: Well, hopefully you can get home soon and don't get struck by any more pieces of lightning. Yeah. If Zeus is pissed off at you, stay inside. Oh, yeah. I don't want to piss him off. Or Poseidon or Neptune or Jupiter. Any of those guys Mm -hmm. that throw lightning. I don't want them hitting you with lightning anymore.
0: Yeah. I think once once is enough for me, I think. Deal. Once is a cool story. Two is a problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's not have a problem with that yeah yeah nothing else new here i'm glad that you're okay but i want you to check in with me
0: of course of course looking forward to seeing you again and hopefully sooner rather than later yeah i hope so i mean it's already been what a month just
1: about hopefully when you get back you'll be able to come out to uh, upstate new york i would love that awesome all right well don't go stay but yeah you should probably go get some rest Okay, say bye, Chase. Chase barks. Bye, Chase. Chase barks again. Chase's tail wags. And then the Zoom call shuts off as he, uh, uh, Andrew says, I love you. Be safe.
0: Love you too. And then, it closes. Before I leave the cafe, I'd love to chat with the cooks. If one of them is around there, because I believe you had mentioned they were the only ones that didn't have the rash or weren't getting the headaches. Was it the rash? The rash or the headaches. Not, They weren't getting headaches either. They don't get any of them. Okay.
1: I would love to chat with if one of them is around. So his name is Luigi Pioniti, Airman Luigi Pionetti. He looks over at you. Hey, Doc, how you doing?
0: Uh, I've been better. Just started, you know those headaches everybody gets. I thought we were the only special ones, but apparently I'm not. I'm not a, not so special.
1: Ah, oh. yeah, you know it's good cooking that that keeps us keeps us away from the uh, from the headaches. You know we stay in here the entire time.
0: You don't get out at all. I try
1: not to. It's cold outside.
0: Have you been out since you've gotten here, or no? Uh, a couple times. Just a couple times. Okay.
1: Like literally, only a couple times. No, man, I stay inside. Like that's smart. I go from building to building. You know, and and all the buildings are connected, so... Smart. And I don't go venture off. I don't head over to the theater. Nope, come here. Got everything I need.
0: Yeah, why go anywhere else? So do you have any idea why you or the other guys don't get the headaches? Probably because we stay inside. Probably, okay. And good food. Yeah.
1: And we take our proper ration of booze. Yeah, I don't think that's it. A lot of the guys around here drink pretty heavily. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. I think I'm pretty pickled, but that's okay. I'm sober on when I'm on duty. That's yeah. When I'm off duty, then we're not going to talk about that because, wooey. Yeah. Tequila should be called tequila, especially with the amount that I drink. But that's all right. I think it's the tiny worms inside that keeps me going. Probably that. He smiles. All right. Well,
0: have a good day. You too. He salutes you. Don't go too far.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, it's all right. I'll be right here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be making a a lasagna tomorrow. We're kind of running low on some supplies, so that should be pretty quick and easy for us to do. Yeah. You think you guys will make it till the next supply shipment? We should. We might have to pull out some of the deep packs, you know, some of the the long-term ration type food things, but I think we'll be good. All right. It's my grandmother's recipe. Then it's turned into the Air Force's
0: recipe. Not as good as my grandmother's. Yeah, I'm sure every Air Force recipe started as someone's grandma. (laughs) do i notice anything about him that different than the other airmen physically or anything that i notice he's the only one here that has a
1: mustache okay now that could be the fact that everybody else likes to be clean shaven and you are allowed to have a mustache as part of your uniform but nobody does
0: but he keeps one is that just him or is that all the cooks uh that's just him okay so that's probably not it. I mean, you could try. That could. That might. You know. Yeah. That- <laughs> explore all possibilities. <laughs> Facial grooming is one. I can't. Yeah, that would be. That's a funny picture. Before I go, I'll say, I guess I would have some data about him and the other cooks. If you wouldn't mind, I'd love to. Just, I'm still trying to get to the bottom of why this is all happening. And if you guys aren't are still not getting it, that's a potential finding out what's the what the differences could be. Go part way to figuring this all out. Ooh, gonna take our super our blood and make it like into a super serum. Uh, that's the plan. Well, we'll see. Got to see if, see what's so special about you guys first.
1: That's right. They're all that's right. All you guys are gonna have some Pionini blood in you. You hear that? Oh!
0: Ah, Maron. But that's all right. Okay. Yeah, just whenever convenient for you. I've usually got standard hours over there at the infirmary. All right. Well, I'll see if I can cut out. Maybe uh, leave
1: uh, weeks to do the week. See to handle the morning rush. Perfect. So you go about your next couple days as normal. Did you want to do anything in specific? In particular, excuse me.
0: Um, so at some point, put in the request for the data on airmen that have left Shemia and if they're still getting the waves of sickness. Look, At some point, I'd like to go to the big screen and find out about more about the storm, and then at some point, get a tour of the Cobra Dane. It's the big things.
1: You're able to get the records from the airmen that have left the base. In about two weeks time, actually 14 days, the headaches and the illness stops. It lessens gradually and then at 14 days all symptoms are gone. You're able to get the weather information. You're not seeing anything really out of the ordinary with that. You know, you're looking at weather maps and and radar, you know, and weather radar and it looks like there's a blip where there is a hole in the radar like an eye of a storm that lines up with your lightning strike over the island but that's it and it's like i said it's just a blip it's
0: maybe five minutes at longest okay at some point i would like in those conversations try to figure out if there was any sort of anomaly at that time or if that was the only thing like try to because I, I got the sense that Lieutenant Colonel Cromwood was hiding something. So while I'm over there getting this information, I'll probably try to see if I can glean anything else. You're getting a cold
1: shoulder from the folks that are
0: there about that.
1: They're pleasant when they speak with you and answer your questions. But when you bring up, oh, was there an anomaly on that day? They just shake their head, no, or sorry, Cap, we can't, we can't talk about that type of stuff. If you're not in here, if you don't have that clearance, we can't go over that with you. I hope you understand. It.
0: Of course. Can I just do a general human to see if that seems sure. like standard or if there's anything? Oh, that's going to be a fail. 87. Okay. So go ahead and put a check mark in it. Yeah, it seems pretty standard. All right. And then at some point the next week, try to get that tour from either from Lieutenant Colonel Conrad or whoever he ropes into showing me around.
1: Lieutenant Colonel Conrad takes you up on your request to get a tour. He brings you to the front door on a nice, cool afternoon in the very beginning of May. May 2nd. He's like, all right, this is Cobra Dane. And he starts to spout off information about the radar site itself. So as he points around, he goes, this is a PSEA phased array radar. It is the largest and the strongest currently on earth. And the radar face points to the large wall. Um, That provides 136 degrees of azimuth coverage. It's roughly 90 feet in diameter. Its overall height is over 120 feet. And it can detect objects up over 2,000 miles away, both up and out. So this is what we keep uh, keep track of if uh, Korea, China, or Russia decide to want to get a little squarely and launch something. We one. We would be the first ones to know. And he starts to show off the internals of the place. The floor itself is concrete, and there are a lot of moving parts in here. There's a couple techs that are in here. And you guys move toward one of the far end, far corners. And he's pointing out battery arrays and different types of tactical mumbo-jumbo that you're kind of just nodding and getting an idea of. And you see in the corner underneath one of the racks or shelves you see the concrete looks to be dug up
0: on the floor does he comment on that at all no is that pretty that normal for these types of facilities to be digging up or what do you mean i'll point over to the corner no that's not normal
1: can you give me a hand here of course let's move this rack go and give me a strength check
0: Ooh, that wasn't good. Uh, 94. (laughs) Okay.
1: It doesn't move easily for you, and you end up pitching it over. It ends up moving, but it falls over with the clatter. And he looks at it, looks at you, and goes, Eh, we could have done that a little bit better, couldn't we have?
0: Well, you just got struck by lightning. Give me a break. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. He pulls out a flashlight and shines it down uh, at the ground, and you see that there is a good-sized hole that is cut into the wall behind the shelving unit and into the floor, almost as though that it came up out of like the right-hand corner of of the wall. And it looks as though that it's been spit kind of up and out with the material, not like something is dug down.
0: Looks like something's dug up. Interesting. What is the colonel doing? Does he look panicked, or how's he taking all this? He looks concerned. He's crouched down, and he's shining a flashlight down into the hole. How big is it? Like, you could cr- go in it, or... You could climb down into it. So, Lieutenant Colonel, are we checking this thing out? Son, I thought you learned. We're officers. That's what we have enlisted people for.
1: Fair enough. He walks off and gets one of the airman texts that's here, and... You notice this tech actually has, looks like a port wine spot
0: on his face. It's a red reaction. That's similar to the ones I've been seeing? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. Do I notice anything on the lieutenant colonel at all, or not really? No, he does okay. not have any okay. on him. The guy looks down at it, the airman.
1: goes, all right, go on down there, and his eyes go really wide. Okay. How
0: deep is it, like, when we shine the flashlight down? It goes down about eight feet, and it goes down at an angle. Hold on, let's get you some rope or something I don't want you falling down there
1: uh, We have some repelling gear over, he- over here To help when we have to go clean the outside
0: Yeah, let's do that Go ahead and give me a military science roll mm, I have some skill But not very much yep, That's an 88 You get him
1: set up in the harness-, harness pretty well And you start to belay him on down And then the belay starts to slip And he starts to go down faster Can I try to grab it? you do you grab for the rope and he outweighed you a bit and you just don't have a good grasp and next thing you know you're being pulled down the hole as well into the darkness
0: i'm joseph newman and i play rory
1: i'm dan vaskevich the handler our story is based upon the role-playing game delta green by arc dreams publishing Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Sights and Sounds is an original scenario written by me, Dan Voschkovich. A special thanks for these episodes goes out to Matt Euston for his advice. Any technical errors are mine and not reflective of the great information Matt provided. If you like our story, there are many ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Victor Von B., Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, and Ben Warner. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear, give Quest and Chaos' YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe.